0: And we are back with another episode of Joel Cupcake Live with me, uh, your host. I'm Joel Cupcake, Uh, and obviously I'm live recording this for you right now. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? I got my protein shake, my bottle of water. I am ready to go. Uh, Thanks, everybody, that watched that last episode. I know the format was a little weird because it was recorded before the palsy, and I had to, like, cut in that new intro and shit. It was awkward. Um, I appreciate Thomas being on the show. Hope you all checked out his band and his company. Um, those of you that watched all my videos with uh, my journey with Bell's Palsy, I obviously still have it. Um, shit's on on hold there a little bit um, with those episodes because I'm just in the long, slow recovery period. Um, you know, my nerves are sending the signals to my muscles, but my muscles aren't moving. So that's just the problem. That's just, just where I'm at now. Um, so... We'll get there eventually, you know. Um, I appreciate those of you that have hit me with the kind words of support, watching those episodes, whether you're reaching out to me on Twitter, text messages, phone calls, emails, you know, Instagram, what have you not. Um, Appreciate it all. Anyways, we're going to get get the ball going right now. I got a a good friend of mine on the show uh, today. Some of you might not know who he is, and that's okay, because... It's my fucking show, and I want to have him on because he's fucking rad. Um, So my guest today is a man named Calvin. Um, He is a former U.S. Marine. He has also been involved in the local metalcore scene for a while when he was living out in A31, which is how I know him. And uh, more recently, you know, he has a big boy job. But besides that, he's a Twitch streamer three nights a week, and he's very, very entertaining. Uh, His name on Twitch... Is Calvin, like Cal-van, like Calvin, and his Twitter handle is Calvin Man. So get it, Calvin, Calvin. It. Yeah, it's a joke. I don't know. I don't, do they get it, Calvin? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, I hope, you know, most people don't. Most so, people don't. So, so I, I, you know, I wanted to do the show like usual where we go backwards in time. Let's start now. How did the fuck did you come up with that name? I've actually never asked you this.
1: So, okay, so my name is Calvin. Uh, you know, like, okay, yeah, we just went over that. Right, like Calvin Klein, Calvin Hobbs. And um, <clears throat> to say my name with with a Mexican accent, right, would be calvin right? Okay. Um, and so that kind of sounds like cow beans. Okay. and, and you're, so you're,
0: you're reaching a little bit, but I'm following.
1: No, okay. So Calibin, cow beans, right? And so uh, my wife uh, started calling me cow beans for a little bit, and then cow, just like just cow. You know, like like for like cow, but cow no, I and get then, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a Q- Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, and then I was just like, Cow you're, Van
0: you're, you're her cow, she wants to milk you. I get it. It's cute <laughs> pet nickname shit, dude, right? You know what I mean? I mean like-
1: she is milking me for my life. She takes every life essence that I have every day. Um but yeah, Cal Van. Calvin. Yeah, that's how it came about. But it's funny not- enough, I'm not I'm not the original cow, Van. Yeah, like and, there was another one on Twitch or what? Well, there's a reason why my Twitter handle is Calvan Man, because Calvan was taken. Which my original Twitch name was Calvan Man as well. Because oh, was taken. on on Origin, on everything, dude. Calvan's taken. I'm not I'm not creative as I thought I was. All the other Calvin's beat me to it. Well, I mean, there's like fucking
0: seven. Billion people on the planet so but how many
1: calvins though god, god forbid you're not that creative calvin god okay forbid. hold on but the dude there's a dude in australia or new zealand and he has the twitter handle Calvan his name is fucking kevin dude like come on man kevin calvin hmm. I'm angry have you DM'd him like yo you, you, yo like? I Why thought that? about it. What's I your fucking right? What is your right? What is your yeah. right here, sir? No, I thought about it, dude. I was like, I was like, should I really just message this dude and be like, hey, give me your fucking Twitter handle? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, 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 who am I? I'm I'm a nobody. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I can't believe that.
0: I can't believe that. Well, I, well, you know, Calvin, I'm glad you're on the show. Uh, everybody you. watching, Calvin and I have been friends for I don't know around a decade now. Yeah, I'm an I up. would say. Mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I actually fell in love with Calvin um, as a person because he has a beautiful voice. He sings. Um, he was doing the Twitch sings for a while, but that got shut down. I don't mm-hmm. act- I don't actually know why that got shut down.
1: Do you? Um, it, well, so uh, all the music on there was copyrighted. And so to to have the music, you know, um, to, 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 to have Twitch sings. Twitch would have to buy the licenses for all those songs that were on there. Which they were not willing to do even though they have Jeff Bezos money. Right. Well, well, the problem is is that you know, do you want to cuz they probably had to pay they'd, they would more likely have to pay double license, right? They'd have to do licenses for Twitch sings, which is all karaoke music which is no lyrics or and and or buy licenses to the music outright. So that streamers could use it on their platform, right? Which is why they started that that whole, I don't even know what it's called, music, YouTube, for Studio. I don't know what it's called. But so you can play copyrighted music on your Twitch channel now using the Twitch. I I haven't looked into yeah. that. Yeah. So that's why they did it. Because it's just like, okay, support this karaoke app that no one uses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I maybe mean, it makes sense. And, and money wise, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. But okay. Anyways, now let's go backwards in time. Okay. Okay. So, I kind of want to know. I don't know. I just know you were in the Marines. Like mm-hmm. I know we've been friends for a while, but like I don't like to pry in people's shit. Yeah. That's what my That's what my show's for. <laughs> that's right. So, so you know, tell me. Like, did you join? You joined the Marines right out of high school? I'm assuming, right? No, a year after. Okay. Well, close enough. Yeah. Not we're old now, so that that's basically right out.
1: That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, what led you to that decision? Um so uh my grandpa was in the marine Corps when he was uh when he was a, a young strapping man um, and then my uncle, his son joined the marine Corps as well um, <clears throat> both for different reasons though um and then um I graduated high school and then a year later i was um i was always I look up to my uncle. I see him as like my my actual like paternal father figure. Your your th- your Theo, my th- I, We actually don't say Theo. We don't say Theo t- or Tia. We say uncle. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Both sides of my family We say uncle and aunt. Well, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But it's also like we're Mexicans, you know. So, uh, well, I mean, I know a lot of Mexicans, and you know, that, I feel like that's pretty normal. It's very normal. It's very it's very um it's very uh, Americanized. Like my girlfriend is 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 you know
0: let's just say she's she is of latin descent and mm-hmm. italian mm-hmm. she uses theo and Thea, right but like, but like you know half her family is white and they still use it so my,
1: my wife my wife is portuguese and this and they say portuguese e and in, in, in Thea. oh I, i'm portuguese did you know yeah, that? The, I, I didn't know that actually I'm, I'm half dude oh shit bro
0: tell you should tell your angry lady lawyer that i'm half the, we, can bond, we
1: can bond over that. You guys are family. I'm
0: not I'm not accepted by the Portuguese though because I, I I'm not a big wine person, you know. Uh,
1: so they hate me. I mean I hate you. So. fair, fair. Anyway, <laughs> no, okay, so so, so, continue. so anyway, um so I looked up to my uncle. He was a so i the military was always like something that I was like familiar with. Um and so uh um so when I I graduated high school and then a year later I was driving through my hometown and um i see a friend walking down the street so i pull over i'm like hey what are you doing walking down the street He's like you want to ride and they were like yeah you know why not and so they, they got in the car and we were, we were just shooting the shit and i was like i was like man like like i don't even know what i'm gonna do with my life you know like i'm going to community college and working at this stupid job you know like what's your hometown again i forget that's uh, hanford near fresno oh okay yeah yeah uh and so um i was like i'm not you know what am i doing my life i'm just spinning my wheels not doing anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and her her parents were both in the marine corps oh okay she was like you know sometimes i feel like joining the military and i was like i was like yeah i thought about it too and we're like ha 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 let's do it right and so uh (laughs) and so we we went to the recruiter station and we were looking for but we were like we don't want to join the marine corps we want to join the air force and so, cause it's, it's the chillest one. And so. Oh, is it? Oh, dude, hands down. Air Force, majority of the, majority of the jobs in the Air Force is like chill. Like you, you, you know, like it, it's like, it's like going to work. It's like piloting anyway. drones or. or no, 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 no. I mean, you, you could do that, but officers do that. Like people with college degrees do that. Enlisted people okay. don't do that. So, um, so,
0: so if you join the Air Force as an enlisted person, a lot of it's what are you like? you're not doing maintenance
1: so like you do part- maintenance you do maintenance you do like technical there's that Air Force has a huge cyber warfare department mm-hmm. um like you do you can do you do a lot of stuff in the Air oh, Force cool. okay i not yeah. know that um and so like not, neither of us wanted to join the marine corps so we're just like or the, or the yeah. army so we're just like fuck it let's just join the air force you know have it, have it easy um and so we go to relative i'm sorry uh, so we go to the recruiter station and um uh, there was Army, Navy, Marine Corps, and there was no Air Force there. So we go into the Army office and we're like, "Hey, where's the Air Force?" And they're like, "Fuck the Air Force, join the Army." And we're like, "Okay." And so, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, well, started, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like nothing yeah, yeah.
0: that that interaction surprises me.
1: <laughs> and so, so we we're we we're talking to the dudes and. And the dude was like really trying to sell me, dude. Like, I forget, I forget what job he was like offering, like saying I should, I should do and recommending. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But he was like, oh, if you sign up, you'll get $30,000 enlistment. If you, you do this, you get another 50 on top of that. You know, like he's just, he's just like throwing numbers at me, dude. And I just, I kind of felt like I was like being exploited. And I was like, this is weird, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I, that just sounds weird. Uh, and so I left that day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the Marine Corps. Like, you know, like, I'm a I'm a badass. uh. And so I was like, I'm, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. You know, it, it's in my family. You know, I might as well. Yeah. Um. And so I went and joined the Marine. I uh, went and signed up for the Marine Corps like the next day. And then I left for boot camp like two weeks later.
0: Holy shit. hmm.
1: Jesus. I, di- I literally didn't know that it was just like on a whim like that. It usually doesn't. Um, what happens is people sign up. And um, they spend months in this program where it's like, okay, you're like a scrawny ass high school kid. Let's get you into shape so you can, you know, uh, be fit enough to survive Marine Corps boot camp because uh, Marine Corps boot camp is hellacious and it's, yeah. it's 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 the hardest part of being in the and mili- being in the Marine Corps is Marine Corps boot camp. Yeah. Um, and like it's just it, it's it's mentally taxing. It's physically taxing. It's just—it's just a whole, whole another universe that people don't even realize exists. Well,
0: like, it's basically like conditioning you, right? Like I don't want to say oh, it's breaking well, you. Well, no,
1: ahead, well, but... actually, it is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's an entire indoctrination. So, and and not to say it in a bad way, but but it, it's the way it's the way it's been designed and the way it's been and updated to meet current standards, is is a total psychological indoctrination, so that you. Respond to the things that they're trying to uh, instill in you. So when you get there, right, usually what happens is they make you show up at nighttime, right? Um, They make you show up at nighttime so that you're disoriented, right? So you don't know what's going on. And uh, if you get there early, they make you stay up all night. Uh, And uh, so then you get started with everybody in the morning. And so what happens is you get there, they're screaming and yelling at you, right? They take you to this booth. They make you pull everything out of your pockets and all the stuff like that. You put it into a little bag, um, and then uh, what you call it? They make which you get naked, just like, which sounds just like prison. Sounds just like well, exactly, right? Um, they make you get naked, and then they give you the clothes. They say wear these underwear, wear these socks, wear these shorts and pants, and wear this shirt. This is this is all you're allowed to wear right now, right? You're not allowed to speak unless you ask to speak, right? Um, and, and so, like they're giving, they give you the clothes, they shave your head. So now, you know, like I have this luscious, full head of hair right now. But if I were to shave it, I would look like a different person, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to recognize yourself. You're not supposed to be the person who you were when you came in. The person when you came in had a full head of hair. Now you don't, mm-hmm. right? Because um, hair is identity, right? Uh, so they, they take away, they make you stay up all night. They, they give you the clothes and, you know, all the stuff like that. And then, um, like they, uh, uh, you know, that, that whole, that whole, that whole process is supposed to, you know, break you down to nothing, to like a baby, right? Cause babies can't speak unless, unless you ask, you tell them to speak, you know, uh, babies don't have hair, you know? And so then once they put you at that infantile state, then they can build you into the person that they want you to be. Yeah. Trip. I mean, I always like knew that, but like hearing you
0: actually say that is kind of crazy, dude. Well,
1: it's a trip, man. And like, like, I don't think people, I mean, you, every, anybody can understand, right? Anybody can understand anything. Yeah. Um, but I don't think people really understand how intense it is. Um. When, when you go through it, like I know some dudes who came out of boot camp, like, like brainwashed, like part of the fucking machine. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Technically, that's the whole point. Right. You know, that's but what, like How many fucking movies
0: have we had where it's like, oh, the guy has a family. Oh, now he has
1: three kids and he mm-hmm. goes on a fourth tour of duty. Like he can't come home because mm-hmm. he can't function. Right. Yeah. and and, uh like that's like that i was saying like everybody gets it right but like that process dude is so intense like people either one come out okay so either come out fully indoctrinated or you come out yourself but you're following this 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 platform that 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 they've given you like i'm the latter when i came out of boot camp i was like all right cool i'm a marine now dope you know what i mean um but like some people are just like yeah makes sense you know, like, some people are just, like, just, I, kn- I knew so many dudes like that who were just, like, just, they're, they are they are the Marine. You know what I mean? Like, the Marines.
0: They're fucking Kurt Russell, dude. I get
1: it, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, for real. No, it's true, man.
0: <laughs> I know that that's not the Marine. That's Universal Soldier. But same difference, dude. The same, you know, thing.
1: Yeah. same thing. Same yeah.
0: thing. Yeah. That's great. Well, and then there's the occasional person who just can't take it, right? And they break.
1: And well, they- yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Then there's the third category of people who actually fail out of boot camp because it's too psychologically taxing on them or they make it through boot camp but they come out with like some weird like you know thing about them because boot camp fucked them up yeah boot camp broke them you know what i mean yeah exactly Insane, exactly man. it's that's, it's a trip man it's a trip that's but, i mean wild. They, they they've they've designed boot camp to be the way it is right now because of past wars and and the way we, as as Amer- as people, not even just American people, just as people respond to war. I read a book. It's called, <clears throat> sorry. It's called On Killing, right? And it was written by a uh, former army uh, psychologist, now psychologist, historian. Um, and he talks about how the effects of war have had on people and, and in terms of like PTSD and how it affects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Right. And so he, he you know, they, you, the United States has changed the way that they do boot camp in the last hundred years based on the, the big wars of the, of the, of the 20th century. Right. World War One, World War Two, and especially Vietnam.
0: Yeah. Cause that was when it was kind of like, this isn't working. Right. That was
1: Vietnam caused the most problems. Right. Right. Well, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily about problems. It was about about um modern warfare. So in um back in the old days, right, um wars were like campaigns, right? Or you'd send you send your military out on a campaign, meaning you take this battalion of soldiers, marines, what have you, and you'd send them to the war zone and they would stay out there for like two years. They would never they wouldn't come back home, they'd just be out. On a campaign for two years and they come back, right? And that's kind of how wars used to be back in the day, you know, like hey, we're, we're g- gathering up the Spartans and we're gonna go fight Xerxes, you know, for two years or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like yeah. away from home, bye, I might not ever see you again. Yeah. Um, um, and so that's how it used to be back mm-hmm. in the World War II days. And during that time, the average American soldier saw about 20 days of, of fighting, of like combat in a year, right? Damn. And then when, they, when, they, uh, when, when it came time for Vietnam War, right, they changed the way they did war campaigns. What they would do was they'd send a platoon out, right, of, like, 100 people or a company of, like, 100 people. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then they would— Platoon's rotate. a great movie, by the way. I'm great. sorry, what, platoon? Platoon, platoon oh, yeah. great Yeah. Great. Uh, and so uh, they, would, they would have a, a company out, like, 100 people or whatever— and go put them in a war zone, right? And then, like, every like, three months, or like, ha- like a short amount of time, like a couple of months, they would rotate individuals, not the whole company. And so, you'd get these people who've, who'd be in, like, crazy war for, like, three months, and then you'd, like, hey, buddy, you know, you and I have a close bond, Joel, and they're like, sorry, Joel, I'm going back home, deuces, and then another person comes in, and he's like, let's fucking fight this war, and you're like, dude, I've been seeing war, like, It's not, like, hardcore like that. The average American soldier in the Vietnam War saw 280 days of combat in a year compared to, you know, like, World War II people saw 20 days of combat. 280 days of combat. Like, that's insane, right? And so there was a large increase of of, uh, PTSD cases and, like, war trauma uh, after Vietnam— because because of how they were rotating people in and out yeah um and and uh, just how much bloodshed and war combat that the, the soldiers were seeing in um in that time frame and so from vietnam war they the us government has actually changed the way they they do military boot camp for all the branches so that we are more likely to pull the trigger without thinking and that without with it causing the least amount of psychological impact on us as a human. Yeah,
0: because you're like you know, when you shoot somebody that changes you like when you, oh, it you does. shoot
1: somebody it does. Humans are n- we're not designed to kill other humans. We're designed to to you know to protect other humans and to and you know to yeah. be regular people. You we're, know? Designed, we're, not designed to, we're designed
0: to hunt humans. and reproduce. You know oh, right, yeah
1: exactly we're designed to reproduce and so having having killing another person physically changes the way your your brain functions like it's yeah that's yeah that's that's that that was the basis of that book is how killing is not inherent for human beings but yeah, I, military... mean, I mean i was almost killed by a man with a gun
0: once mm-hmm. and being on the opposite end of it just that fucking changed my life oh yeah dude you know so i can only imagine what the actual act of killing someone does to like, right
1: to your psyche, like right No, that it's a really good book, man. It's called On Killing, it's a dope ass book. One I might understand, you really should, dude. Like, one of the things that it talks about is how, like, during the Civil War, which is the bloodiest American war, right? right. Um, during the Civil War, most people didn't shoot their guns. Well, what, what the, they so really? back then, back then, during that time, it was that line up and shoot at each other, right? Uh, you oh, know, yeah, stand in line, right. shoot in line. Then you you duck back, reload, and the other person shoots. Yeah, right. That that's it, they were still doing that. And what they were finding was that people would get online, and they the the sergeant or commander or whatever would say fire. People would actually just say instead of pulling the trigger, they would say bang, and then they would reload their guns, uh, even though they never shot their gun because people don't want to shoot at other people. You know, only yeah. and and only the people. Like in nowadays, and, and I mean, you know, set aside the training, but the only people who actually can just like shoot at somebody is a person with psychotic tendencies, right? That's what you call a psychopath, someone who goes against yeah. um, natural or basic human functionalities or whatever the hell. Um, mm-hmm. And so people, and, and then there were actually just cases of people like passing their guns off to the person who could shoot. And now it wasn't like every person who pulled the trigger was someone who killed somebody. People were actually pulling the triggers and shooting above people or below people on purpose because they didn't want to shoot other people. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. It's, it's a great book. I need. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna. You totally. You totally. Yeah. Good. Yeah.
0: I'm like super intrigued by all this. It's very interesting, man.
2: Very so, interesting.
0: so I want to. I want to go into a, to dangerous territory. Okay. Now, because I don't get to talk to a lot of people that that have the life experiences you do. Mm-hmm. What was it like being? a Mexican in the army. Marines. Marines. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a simpleton. I don't differentiate,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah,
0: but yes, being, being a Mexican guy in the Marines in a country that, I mean, I'm not even going to say we have a history of racism. We have a racism problem. Right. Like um, how, how, I know everyone's story is different and I know where right. you're from and where you're based is also right. matters. Right. How was like, did, how was that for you you know especially being a young man
1: right so okay so it's funny uh, i was actually just talking about this this morning with my wife and i didn't know that this was something you were going to ask me um but we were talking about it and i it was because i saw a tiktok and and the tiktok was like when did you become a radical leftist right whatever the hell um i, I hate that term but i get it right right um so i grew up uh in a catholic household Same. I, grew up, I grew up very um very conservative, very Republican, right? Cause we were essentially, even though it was decades past and, and no one else in my older generation was in the military, except for my uncle, right? We were technically a, a military family, right? Yeah, like we, no, I get it. yeah. We based our whole family, our whole I, I persona off the, the Marines, right? Even though it was only two people who were in the Marines, um, at the time growing up. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> so, uh, I, when I turned voting age, right when when I was old enough to vote, my grandpa said to me, and he's and he's this, this you know this old grizzled Mexican man who's been through all the shit you could think of. Um, I was like I was like Papa, what should I what should I register to vote as? You know, should I vote as Republican or Democrat? And he goes, well, I'm gonna tell you what my dad told me, and I was like, what was that? And he was like, you either want you you can either be a Republican or you can be a jackass. Right, because the you know the, the symbol for for um, uh, Democrats is jackass or is yeah, donkey. No, I'm, right? Yes, I know. And I so I learned actually Andrew Jackson started that that symbol the jackass because because donkeys were stubborn, and so he yes. made the donkey the symbol for the Democratic Party. Because I, I actually I actually knew that history. Yeah, was, yeah, I did. I, yeah, right? that, I thought that was really interesting. But anyway. yeah,
0: history was the only subject I liked in high school for some reason. <laughs> it was like the only thing I could pick up on.
1: Right. It's so so uh, so that so I voted. I used to vote Republican. I used to identify as a Republican. And when you go into the Marine Corps, everybody else is too. You know, like ninety nine percent of the people in the military vote Republican conservative, right? Because um, the Republicans have adopted the um, the like philosophy or the image as the pro military yes, or or party, even though both sides are military um yes so so i voted military um and and i was actually talking about my wife that today like there were two events that happened um that that i was actually in the middle of oh, that shit. changed my that shifted me more left i was all, i was always left from, you yeah. know now that I, I like think about it i was always oh. All, I left oh go ahead finish oh. your statement was like, I've, I've always been like a leftist guy like i've never i've never been homophobic i've never been racist you know what i mean i've never been any of those things
0: well um, i feel like what i was about to say a second ago before i realized i cut you off was that you know like i feel like even if you're a republican in california you've been exposed to democratic beliefs and tendencies so yeah. like you're you're i find like unless you're a fucking redneck right in california like right. you're probably a liberal Oh yeah. Or, or like you're in the middle, you know, you're like right. a conservative, what do they call them? Conservative democrat now. Liberal libertarians or whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever the yeah, whatever yeah. The, who fuck, I don't know. I stopped paying attention a long time. Whatever, now. yeah. But but yeah, I feel like you can't not live in California and not be exposed to democratic thinking. You just right. you just can't. It does not matter how right. stubbornly Republican you are.
1: So, like uh one of the things my wife said was, you know, most people. If you, if you boil it down for them, most people are going to be progressive liberal. It's just that they, they are not, they're not exposed to, to things that, that, you know, that force them to consider the, the, the identity that they're giving themselves. So um, two things happened in the Marine Corps that actually made me um, identify more as a, a liberal or a leftist or whatever the hell. And, and yeah. this, this and this is important to me being uh, Mexican, you are. right, oh, okay, because okay. I didn't realize that, that the, throughout the time, I guess it's three then, throughout the time that I was in, I was the token Mexican for every, like, uh, circle that I was, social circle that I was in when I was in the military, right? Hmm, um, okay. Because most, because Mexicans aren't the majority of people in the Marine Corps, you know, there's a bajillion white people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's funny, you know, in in the, in the military, you know, it's all people from all walks of life and, and, you know, whatever the hell, um, and there's different races and all the races are there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Majority of the people uh, in there are, come from similar backgrounds, you know, not, not rich, you know, because Mm -hmm. rich kids go to college um, or they don't go to college because they don't have to. Or Um, they draft, or they dodge draft,
0: yeah, yeah, Or, right. And draft, so,
1: like whatever the fuck the term is yeah yeah and so um uh and so we're all we're all like the same people or whatever the hell but i, I was always the token mexican uh, you know mexican jokes and at my expense you know mexican jokes at my family's expense you know and yeah. i was i was young so you know i like i was young and dumb and and fit into you know just trying to fit into the thing i was also making jokes at my own expense too even though you know, I didn't necessarily ag- agree with them. I, it, it's funny. You know, that was my, it's, it's just a joke. You know what I mean? Like that was my whole thing. Um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people use that uh, rationale too. Um, I know. Yeah. And, and, I I know I just, trust me. I'm a white guy. I understand. Oh, I know. But I know, you know,
2: champion.
1: right. Yeah. And so I was, I, I never thought about how I was always just that Mexican dude that everybody's friends with. Who's the one who's cool. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, but there was two big things that happened, and the first one was my experience being overseas. Because um, by the time I went, um, I, I went to I went to Iraq in 2009. Okay, and I, and I spent twelve year, uh, twelve months there. Um, see, see, I didn't know that about you. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then after I got back from Iraq, a couple months after I got from Iraq, I deployed again, and I spent ten months on a ship. Um, out into the Mediterranean, the Middle East, right? And we, we were supporting uh, things happening in Afghanistan. Um, but when I went there, by, the, by that time in 2009, 2010, 2011 timeframe, the war was kind of like non-existent, right? There, there, were, there were, you know, fights and, and people were still getting killed, And, you know, there's a lot of things going on at that time. But it wasn't as bad as, like, in 2005, 2006, right? 2007. When, like, the shit was, like, really popping off. Yeah. Um, And so when I got there, though, like, to to be perfectly honest, most people deployed at at that time and even to this day, we don't do anything. You go out there. I spent, spent, you know, 12 hours a day for, for 12 months sitting in this little... Work area where I worked, and playing video games, like, like you know, like you see you see these Air Force people getting deployed to you know like Kuwait City, uh or Dubai. They go they they get they get sent to Dubai, which is a really nice, beautiful place. And they yeah. they they stream on Twitch. That happened like a, a couple of years ago. They 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 were all they they brought them on a Twitch stream, and they were playing with people, like like. Most people in the military don't do anything super fucking dangerous, right? We just go out there and we dig ditches and put coax cable or whatever the fuck, you know. Like, like it's 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 ridiculous. And so, and I was like, I was like, why are we here? You know, like why are we still out here? Well, how come yeah. I'm not in like some World War II campaign fight? You know, like what what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Um. And that kind of that was kind of like you know, and and all I'd hear from back home was, like, support the troops and you know the war, you know, like, like, I'm like, there's no war going on. <laughs> there's no war going on. You know, the war is, is it's essentially over. We, we so, you, so you lived on the other side of the propaganda, basically,
0: is what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like it, yeah. Right. Just, yeah. you know, just just like 20 years from now, when people look back, even Republicans are going to think Trump was wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, they'll have seen through it. it the yeah. facade will be lifted, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. Like, like I, I'm I'm actually very closely intimate with with how bad the Iraqi war was, not just because I went there. I went there, I didn't experience anything, but my uncle also went to Iraq in two thousand six. Was he in Desert
0: Storm or oh you he was, said all, to- he
1: was in Desert Storm in the nineties as well, but he also went to Iraq in two thousand and six. Oh sure. Um, yeah, and and he, he went out with his platoon and he lost a lot of people in his platoon. My uncle was infantry. Um mm, okay. and I was not infantry. So we had very different experiences. Um and so he saw the horrors of war. And it's it fucked him up. You know, it it really, it really, it really messed with him and, and his, and his friends that he had in his platoon, his, 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 his uh, people in, in his platoon. So they're all fucked up in the head because they saw the really horrors, actual horror of war. But 99% of the people, even in the Marine Corps, don't experience that. So, like, why are we dragging this out longer than we need to, right? So was he
0: in the Marine Corps or was he yes. in the Army?
1: He was in the Marine Corps. Okay, okay. Um... And so, um, so, so so, that was like, a, a, like a, a thought that I had at that time, like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, um, and then after that, um, the second thing that, uh, that, that like, really affected me, like identity-wise, um, was the don't ask, don't tell thing. So like in 2012 or 2000, 2011, 2010 or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. uh, Barack Obama repealed the, the gays in the military um, the thing, right? So it was illegal to identify as a, as LGBT in the military, and if you did, you would get kicked out, right? Because yeah. you, can't, you can't. For some reason, you can't be gay in the military, um, which is which stupid. is the dumb. Yeah, literally the dumbest fucking stupid. thing ever. <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah. And so, um, so he repealed that, and when that happened while I was in, because it happened while I was in, and it was, it, yeah, while I was still in the Marine Corps, and. It was, it, it, every, we were all talking about it. Everybody in the military was having these conversations about don't ask, don't tell. And I saw some of these people who I thought were cool people, right? Just turn into the most hateful people that I, that I, I you know, I, I never really experienced it because I've like I said, I, I'm not homophobic. I'm not racist or anything like that, right? Um, and so um, when I never ever experienced people just being outwardly just hateful, Towards other people, and and like I remember this one dude. We were all talking, and he just out of nowhere, unprompted, he was like, "Man, if they allow gays in the military, and I get and I get uh and I have to live with one, like get get roomed with them, like like they're my they're my roommate." He goes, "He goes, I'll fucking fight him." And I'm like, "Why, dude? (laughs) Yeah, why?" He goes, "Because I can't, I can't just be around, I can't be." I'm like he's not, I'm, I said this, I go, I, I said, bro, he's not trying to fuck you. He's not trying to fuck you, dude. Like, like they, that person just, just because you're in the room, that doesn't mean they they want to fuck you. You know? And he was like, no, dude, no, I can't fucking do it, man. Can't like, I'm like, like, oh, who, who are you, dude? You know what who I mean? Who like, are you? Who are you, dude? Like, like, why do you think, you know, why is this so personal to you? You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, And cool. that was just like, so, so like enlightening to me that, that, you know, you join the military and they're like, brotherhood, you know, yeah, Fight yeah. with your bro- it's not like that, dude. It's not like no. that at all. People, people waving Confederate flags and shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, not on anymore. military base. Supposedly not anymore, but. No, they still do. Well, I got outlawed, remember? Right. Right. And yeah. so they just do it off base now. Yes. Um, <laughs> And so, but like, yeah, like. Like I just to see to see the reality of the people that were in the military, you know what I mean? Um, it and and then like a lot of um, a lot of like looking back and being like, man, like I was just like just some dumb hurt Mexican person that everyone just made fun of, you know what I mean? Like I was never really friends with anybody because they they all just thought of me as the token Mexican dude. So yeah. it wasn't I. I all the Mexican Mexicans, right? The people who couldn't help it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't have a Mexican accent, you know, and my last name isn't Gonzalez. You know what I mean? But like the Gonzalez's, you know, if if you didn't if you didn't ascribe to the white culture, you know, because if if you're a Gonzalez in the Marine Corps, you're a Gonzo. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone told you Gonzo because no one wanted to say Gonzalez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and you talk like this. Hey, I'm Gonzo. I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm the token gone. So, you know, like, but like the, the ones who, who, who didn't, ha- who had the accent, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just got made fun of, you know, or they were, they were seen as the dumb, the dumb guy. You know what I mean? That's so and scary. so it was, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was that's, interesting. That's what, I,
0: that's upsetting, dude.
1: It's, 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 it's upsetting, dude. I, I I benefited from my light complexion and my accent um, and my name uh and so like i didn't get i didn't experience it then and I, I honestly i don't think i was smart enough then to understand what was happening yeah of course yeah well i mean
0: i was i was very ignorant when i was young and it was just because i didn't have the friends i have now or knew what i knew then you know right. what i mean like right. yeah like my first girlfriend was black and it was a really big deal to a lot of people and i never understood why because hmm. and it wasn't because i mean it was ignorance. But it was also just like, I like, you know, a lot of people think it's really silly when you when you are told, like, I didn't know racism existed. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't because it never came up. Like, right. my grandparents were told not to be racist around me. So I never had exposure to it. Right. You know, all my friends were white, like growing up. You know, yeah. I, I had one Asian friend growing up. His name was Benji. He was really cool. Mm-hmm. And my <laughs> parents and his parents got along. They mm-hmm. loved that we were friends. Like it was, so there was never like, I was totally, obli- I was honestly oblivious to it when yeah. I was a very young man. Like, yeah. like when I was a teenager, I was like, what? What?" And right. then like, you know, I dated a black girl and that was the first time I experienced it. And it was more like not hate towards her, but just like, Oh, you're dating a black girl. And I'm like, yeah, what's wrong. She's, a, yeah. she's, she's a chick. She's hot. Like what's right. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. there, there's a problem here. Right. It's crazy. Like, well, yeah, she's black. And I'm like, so. so. Like, it was weirder to me because her name was Lynn. And my dad's name is Lynn. That was the weirdest part of our relationship. Is that my girlfriend and my dad had the same fucking name.
1: Right, right.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it just, like, had gone over my head. Like, I was just just like. And I was, like, a punk kid in high school, too. You know what I mean? So, right. I did totally, like, I already got made fun of because I was like the, the punk kind of goth kid. Mm-hmm. you know. I wore the fucking plaid pants with the suspenders that you didn't wear. Mm-hmm,
1: that was probably yeah.
0: me. I was one of those kids, 100%. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, so, man, I fucking... That's just... Yeah. That's, that's and Especially because, like... And forgive me if this is my ignorance speaking right now, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, like a lot of people were really blindsided mm-hmm. by the whole Hispanics for Trump thing, right? But I get it because I know so many... Hispanic people that have come to this country or their parents came here to legitimately provide a better life for their family or future Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. And then so they get here and they're able to do that. So they love our country, which means their children love our country. So their Mm -hmm. children go fight for our country in the military and then get treated like shit. Yeah. And like, in my opinion, that makes them, they're more American than the Americans that are out of privilege because it's like your parents came here. Because they they literally wanted the better life. They mm-hmm. wanted, they and they earned it, and you're proud that they earned it. So you're serving the country and right. getting shit on for it.
1: Like right, that's ugh, that's upsetting. No, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. the 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 whole The whole uh, Hispanics for Trump uh, thing is 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 it's, it's very easily explained by by you know you have all these these you know Latinx people from various countries that they come from, and um, <clears throat> they come over. And, uh, already, you know, they're already starting at this point where most of the countries that they come from are very hardcore Catholic, very hardcore conservative, right? Mm -hmm. Very hardcore Christian even. Um, so they come over to this country and they go, okay, we're Catholic, identify as Catholic and religious people. You know, what is the Catholic religious people party, right? Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, that's the Republican party. So bam, you know, they already fall into this, this, uh, identity that, that has to be given to them because... of of their base belief, even though there's progressive Catholics or... or Well, and and the thing that
0: makes me mad is there's supposed to be separation of church and state, and there's fucking not. But there's not. There's not. Yeah,
1: yeah. the government is... is, The current government is ran... uh, or, Or the current political climate is ran by your religious oh
0: i mean trump was bad about it but look at biden biden's very jesus-y oh yeah yeah he identifies as as a christian yeah 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 and see i guess i was lucky because when i was brought up we were brought up very catholic like Mm -hmm. like catholic to the point where the book of revelations is not a real book in the bible right because god would never punish his people like right no legit that's what i know yeah i get you yeah I i started reading the book of revelations my fucking grandma told me that like Oh, God would never treat it. God's not vengeful. He he would never allow anything like this to happen. Mm-hmm. So that book of the Bible just doesn't count. Right. But but my parents were both Democrats. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was very lucky cuz I I'm right. like when I tell people that like I still have faith, people always look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Right. I'm like just you can have faith and not be stupid. Like, right. <laughs> right, right. It is possible. Just like right. I just like I know that there are few and far between, but there are Republicans that aren't racist.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There for are, sure,
0: there are Republicans that are like, "We need a strong military. All the work should be in America." Right. And whatever I have to take to get that, I will take. Right. That's why, right. and that's the whole reason we had Trump for as long as we did.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 so, like the the Mexicans are not just not just Mexicans, but Latinx people. <laughs> yeah. Voting voting are voting conservative is is because they, they the identify they yeah. identify with the political with the part, political party that that says that they are the religious party, even though. They're no, not. They're, they, you know, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, okay. So, 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 you know, that
1: obviously you, what age were you when you got out of the Marines? I got out of the Marine Corps when I was
0: 24. And you're you're 29 now? I'm 32. Oh, you are a little closer to my son. I thought you were yeah, my bad. I'm
1: about to be 33 in March.
0: Oh, cool. I'm 35 in May. So, I know. Thanks. I'm a Gemini. I'm a fucking two faced son of a bitch. As they say, I always explain it to people as like, yeah, there's, there's regular Joel and there's pinup Joel. That's, oh, why, I'm that's, a Gem- that's why I'm a Gemini. Like you I either, that. you either get like the business side of me that doesn't have time for your fucking shenanigans mm-hmm. or you have shenanigans, Joel, which is
2: <laughs> yeah, un- no, basically yeah, I,
0: just I, super troopers the movie walking around. You know what right, I mean? I, I know Joel both. You know, both. Yes. Yeah, yes, you do. So, okay. So after the Marines, is that when I met you?
1: Like when you, you move back to Salinas for a while? Yeah. Um, I I got on the Marine Corps. Sorry, uh, Salinas. Salinas. I got on the Marine Corps and I moved to L.A. and I. That's when I started dating Katie. Cool. Um, and then uh, she got a job up uh, in Monterey, and so we moved up there. And we we, even though we're from the Fresno area, we knew nothing about Salinas. Nothing about it. Interesting. And, and so when she got that job up there. Uh, We're like, cool, let's fucking move up. You know, we've been, you know, we've been to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. You know what I mean? Like, and so so we move up there and bro, we had no idea. We had no idea that, you know, in 2013, Salinas had the highest murder per capita in the nation. You know what I mean? Like, like we had no idea. Like we immediately. Salinas is like
0: forgotten about. Like, I remember when Trina and I still lived in Milpitas, right? Mm -hmm. So we met when I was living in Salinas. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was living with Drew and Frankie and everybody. You remember, right. you remember that house. And so, like, I remember we were, the news was on one night, and Trina made fun of me because Salinas moved to number nine On the most the most murders a year city list like Mm -hmm. oh out of it was the first time or maybe it was seven but it was the first time Salinas had been out of the top five since two thousand whatever year you just said right I was like I'm gonna have a fucking I'm having a beer for that and she's like she looks at me she's like that's a good thing I'm like I'm like listen like I know to like people that don't get it like Salinas is is like. Just this, nobody talks about it. Nobody talks but, about it. But the fact that the murder rate has gone down, like that's significant for that town. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a fucking beer and yeah. celebrate because, like, I mean, dude, we still have so many friends and people we consider family that live there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Slaters just moved there. You know what right. I mean? That, we, like, we know so many people who live in Selena still. Still. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm have. But like, I feel like when people. Whenever my friends are like, oh, you live in Salinas? How was that? I'm like, it's just like living anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, Monterey is like the only part of the Bay Area that doesn't have a bad part of town. Right. Like, literally, literally, Santa Cruz, bad part of town. Yeah. San Jose, bad part of town. San Francisco, right. don't even need to answer that fucking question. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, the rest of the Bay, of course. Like, Monterey is literally like the only part of town that doesn't have a bad area. Like, Seaside right. used to be. Like I remember that when I first started coming to Monterey, people told me Seaside was the hood, right? And I like drive through Seaside, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, man! I will roll my windows down, yeah. I leave
1: a laptop out the window. I don't just dude, yeah. there's nothing. I'll, st- I'll stay out after ten. Yeah, like
0: what are you talking about? Like, yeah, just uh, yeah.
1: No, no, we moved to Salinas, dude, and um, that was in that was at the end of 2012. Um, and, uh, moved to Salinas and like, it was a trip, dude. Like I threw away all my blue shirts. I threw away all my red shirts. Mm -hmm. I threw away like my, my blue and red shoes. Like I threw every, every, every article of clothing that had a color that was not black, white or gray. I threw it away. Like, (laughs) well, I remember I never used to own green. Green's my favorite color. Right. And I never
0: used to own it because I grew up, I was actually born and raised in Watsonville. I don't know if you know that. I know Watsonville. Yeah, of course. And there was actually for a while a gang of they were they were white and light skinned Mexicans, Mm. and green was their gang color. Oh shit! It was like all the white. It was fucking all the micros. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From from Blood and Blood Out. If you never watched that movie and you're listening to the show, watch that fucking movie. Yes, yes, Um, please. Um, but Calvin, I love that fucking movie. By the way, like that surprises a lot of people. But I'm like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, so it was weird because then I was like, I couldn't wear that fucking color. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny, it's actually the, the fact that you bring up the shoe thing that's hilarious because I still have that in my brain. Like yeah. The Rock just released an actual line of like comfortable shoes. Yeah. So like, he, he has his, his workout shoes. Yeah, yeah. He he just released ones that are like like athletic shoes. Like so they're they they compete oh. with like the ultra boost and the stuff that I wear. Cause right. I don't like like his, his regular shoes are more for like lifting and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is cool, yeah, yeah, but they're not, they're not long-term comfort. Oh. So he designed some more regular shoes. And of course the first colorway he rolls out is red. And I was like, no, nah, I won't buy those. She was right. fly, and I'm like, I just don't buy red shoes. And she's like, why? And in my head, I was like, wow, I'm still in, just have that ingrained in my head that it's dude. not safe to wear that. Dude. Yeah. But People don't realize that like, that is something you have to fucking worry about.
1: You have to really consider that dude. Like. And when we got there, Katie was like, "Like, you know, don't do this, don't do that," you know what I mean? And I'm like, "Why?" You know, I'm like, "Why?" And, she, <laughs> and she's like, "Calvin, you're a Mexican man. If you go outside with a color on, they're going to shoot you." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I am Mexican." Hmm. You know? Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, it was a trip. Um, so, yeah, so that's when I moved to. Um, when I moved to Selena's 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Uh, I I I started. Playing, I played the guitar. Started playing guitar when I was 13, and um, I, that's when I started singing. Um, yeah. And uh, like I, I did, I did choir for like, a couple years in high school. I even got a, 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 a singing scholarship out of high school oh, wow. to go to, to go to Fresno State for for like for like a classical uh, opera singing. Yeah. Um, uh, but then obviously, you know, when you do that, you 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 immediately join the military, like I did. Um and so, uh, uh what you call it? Um, so I've always liked music, and then when I got out of the Marine Corps, I wanted to pursue acting and singing again, um, because that's what I was doing before I joined. Uh, and then, but then we moved to Salinas, and I ended up changing my major to like engineering and stuff like that. But I, you know, I've always liked singing. I've always liked metal music. Yeah. Um, and so I, I walked into, uh, so so okay so, there I I have this joke, but it's true. How do you know an area has a metal scene, right? Yeah. One, there's no guitar center, right? True. Two, there's a lot of Mexicans because Mexicans love metal music. and so, I shouldn't be laughing at that, but I hope everyone on here knows I have enough Mexican
0: friends that it's, it's acceptable for me to find humor in that joke. <laughs> but
1: it's true. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. If you go to an area and there's a lot of Mexicans and there's no guitar center... They are some metal music scene. Prove me wrong, and so so I was like, okay, where's the music store? And I go to Weiss Music, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, cool. So I walk up to the counter, and it's it's Eddie. I'm sure I'm sure you remember Eddie. Yeah. Um, so I walk up to the counter. I was like, hey man, blah blah. He's like, what's going on? How can I help you? I was, like, oh, I'm just like kind of looking around, blah blah. And I was like, hey, is there like a music scene here? He goes, uh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, it's like metal music. And he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, like ding ding. And so yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, if, I, was, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, do you know of any bands who might be looking for a singer right now? He goes, actually my band. And I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, yeah, send me like a clip of you singing something. And, you know, we'll, we'll run with that. And yeah. lo and behold, that's how I became the singer of Vienna.
0: That's so tight. Yeah. That's,
1: uh, see, I like, again, I didn't know that story
0: either. Yeah. And so then you joined Vienna, and obviously you knew like Sal and Eddie. And then that's how you met Frankie. And- mm-hmm. That's how I met everybody. And then that's how you met me. was through mm-hmm. an, our unfortunate mutual connection to Frankie. Frankie die. Yeah. <laughs> he he won't watch this, so I can fucking talk all the shit yeah, I want. So. Yeah. yeah, dude. Fuck you, Frankie, if you listen to this. <laughs> um, Frankie's one of our Hispanic brothers that works at Penup. By the way, for those of you not understanding who we're talking about, he's a
1: dope, dope deathcore singer too. Dude, yeah.
0: His name is Frankie Die.
1: hmm He's dope. He's, he's dope. Cool dope. He's, he's pretty. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so oh, that's so, so, I,
0: so, yeah, so I didn't know that. So, mm-hmm. what was your so this is a question I should have asked earlier, but I was so intrigued by all your fucking Marines information. Um, wh- How did you get into that? Like, what was your exposure? Like, what was the first was it your I, I grew up listening to
1: disco, Sick. oldies, Sick. and gangster rap because that's what my that's what my that's what my my mom. I, re- I was raised by my mom, and okay. um, and so that's what she listened to. She listened to oldies. Like classic oldies, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Put your head on my shit, you know, like shit like yeah. that. Um, and she also listened to disco motel music, um, oh, like sorry. Earth Wind and Fire and shit like that. Um, yeah, that's and, what
0: that's what I was raised on as well.
1: Right. And 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 she was Gen X, and so she listened to hardcore gangster rap, you know, like 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 the, the hardcore shit. Um and oh, so like that's shit,
0: I, shit we can't talk about on stream. Shit so. we can't talk
1: about on the stream, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> okay. uh, so, like, that's what I grew up listening to. And then I remember one day I was 10 years old and um, I was sitting in my dad's car. It was the one time he was like out of prison. And uh, I was sitting in my dad's car and I was listening to the radio. Am and... I allowed to laugh at that? Or... Yeah, of Am course I... you can. Yeah, yeah, of course you can.
0: Like, I, I was like, I took a chug of my water and I was like, should
1: I laugh right now? <laughs> No, Joe, Joe, you know me, dude. You, you I know, know
0: I know, but I'm like.
1: Yeah, and so, so I was listening to the radio. And a Nirvana song came on and it was, I need an easy friend, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this fucking song is like banging right now. I was like 10 years old. And, I, you know, like this song's fucking dope. And uh, I was like, do I like rock music? And uh, are you a rocker? Sorry. I are you a rocker fool? And so, um, so I was like, I was like, this is dope. And then I, I got really into uh, my favorite band was Corn. Um, got really into corn, loved Limp Bizkit and Deftones, you know, all those bands. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that whole new metal scene was like my shit, dude. You know, the, 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 the like
0: six years that new metal was the most popular music, I, I truly believe that was the best time in music,
1: dude.
0: It was, because there was so no old. bullshit. It was so inclusive. Mm-hmm. Had black people, Asian people, white people, like there was no, the family, right. the family values tours when those dude, used to go family on. Values was the shit, dude. Yeah, like that, I literally think, I sh- I would like to say it was a decade, but we all know it really was only six years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, like they were like on top, on top, you know, like Limp Biscuit playing at WrestleMania with The
1: Undertaker coming out on his bike and shit. Insane, like, dude. Yeah, like, like. In fucking insane. Yeah. So like. So like oh, so side, side note, side note, and I know you agree with me oh, on this. Uh-oh. It's not corn. It's Limp Biscuit as the top new metal band. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you.
0: Westmoreland. If if you want, if you want to talk to me about underappreciated musicians in the extreme scene. Yeah. Number one is Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Okay. 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 Because people don't realize that he did the natural born killer soundtrack.
1: Like, oh, dude, dude, I think Trent Reznor gets a lot of appreciation. I think there's a lot of people who, who stand Nine Inch Nails. Well, no people, people stand Nine Inch Nails, but not
0: necessarily his career outside of the band. That's one thing I found out from being a 9H Nails fan, because that okay. is my favorite band of all time. Okay, So many people will be like, oh, yeah, 9H Nails this way. Then like, it's like, you know, when people talk about Nirvana, they talk about Kurt killing himself yeah. or, like, what they did. Or, like, I, do you know how many times I have the argument with, like, Nirvana's overrated. But if Nirvana had not done what they did when they did it, the yeah. explosion of underground rock and roll would not have happened in America. I do not care. I will right. literally go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and argue with the most experienced historian there. Mm-hmm. It's my professional music opinion with the face of rock and roll. Yeah. And the scene in America would never have been the same or what it is now without Nirvana, period. No, I agree. I, and agree. So, so, I agree. But anyways, Trent Reznor... Like, the what he did with electronic music and rock music and blending the two, right. like, that dude literally, like, came up with sounds and technology that every band used today, and most people don't realize
1: that. Yeah, it's true. No, it's very true. Very true. But yeah, so anyways, underneath him is West Borland. Wes Borland. Dude, Westmoreland. dude he, is a he was insane. He took, he took out the top string on his guitar and put a bass string there. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe because I was young and dumb. I... <laughs> You know, what I mean? But I was like, yeah. you can't do that. That's a bass guitar. You know, like, like I don't
0: know, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that and then, like, like I got a lot of shit for this, but I don't even care. Like, the way Fred Durst writes his lyrics, mm. dude, he is, like, him and Eminem, regardless of the fact that they both say inappropriate things in their songs, mm-hmm. let's ignore that fact. Okay. Yeah. Their lyrical patterns, the way they flow, mm-hmm. and the, the way they can take subject lines through songs right and like even like the way fred durst when he like disses people in songs and shit like the dude's a fucking genius man yeah jonathan okay. Davis is just fucked up Do you know how many yeah. fucked up singers there are dude? yeah not that there's anything wrong with that
1: no, no i get what you're saying yeah i get it i, I yeah. love you some corn i'm a know? singer dude i get it i yeah. totally understand that that's the one thing i can relate with the most because i'm a singer
0: i've never seen limp Bizkit live and i'm so bummed about I've it i've never seen him live either dude but you know what I will say? Corn is the second heaviest live band I've ever
1: seen. Period. Really? Period. Who's period. the heaviest? Meshuggah. Meshuggah? Yeah. You know who I think is the best live band?
0: No, 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 no. I did not say best live band. I'm just okay. clearly saying heaviest. Okay. You know who I think is
1: the heaviest live band? Who? August Burns Red.
0: They are pretty fucking good.
1: Live. They never disappoint. Yeah. Well, the, like yes. I said, there's a, to me, because I'm not
0: a musician, there's a difference between like skill, talent, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, the best overall live band to me, period, to see, it's a dead tie between Nine Inch Nails and Every Time I Die. Dead tie. Okay. okay. But, but musicianship, best live band is between The Buried and Me then now forever there will never be a better band than you
1: Marry you. me obviously i'm musicianship wise i mean obviously, yeah. obviously musicianship. I, yeah i saw i saw the both of them i saw between the Me and august burns Red the same show oh i remember that tour I remember yeah that it was dope um yeah. but but I, I i i've never been as pumped as i ever could have been uh at two shows august burns red or right, every time i've seen them and kill switch Every time I've seen this. Oh, dude, Kill
0: Switch, she just can't even beat that band. Don't fuck yeah.
1: They don't play around, dude. They don't fuck around. Yeah, they, don't. they don't. So, like, they're definitely
0: on my list of, like, best live bands to see. But, like, uh-huh. if we're going to go just off heavy, like, mm-hmm. who's heavy? Right. Number one is the sugar. Number okay. two is Corn. Okay. Number three is obviously the Breed. Oh, the Breed. Dude, Hate breed does not fuck around live. Now's like, the time, dude. Dude. And then the four and number four would be Acacia strain because. Okay. Obviously, they're like the kings of heavy at this point in time. For sure, no, for sure, yeah, for sure. And uh, then,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So, Nirvana got me into rock alternative music. That's so tight. And then uh, I I lived and breathed in new metal. Um, and then over the years, that just like uh, it got into heavier and, heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, and 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 the more my music education progressed the more i got to like tech and prog and stuff like that you know the more i appreciate i started to appreciate metal music as an as as the art that it is compared to other genres of music i'm i'm like a fucking music elitist now dude i can't stand it it pisses me off man
0: yeah see i had a very strange journey so i went from like classic rock that's what i grew up on right you know i grew up on classic rock and then I had a fucking punk phase. Okay. Lo- the local events I got into were all the local ska bands. Hmm. So that was weird. And then I discovered TSOL, the True Sons of Liberty. You remember that old mm-hmm. punk band? And when I saw them, they had a band on tour with Them called the Nerve Agents, who you might remember because you lived in the A31 for a while. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. They were like a, the goth punk band. Okay. Like the, the singer did like the high singing. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Like almost like, AI, think of like AFI, you know, yes. what I mean? like old yeah. AFI. So like I met the nerve agents and then that opened me up into this whole world of like the crossover goth punk world. And then it was like, I was, I was gone, dude. Nine Inch Nails, right. Cam FDM, okay. Nation, like yeah. fucking all that. I became friends with all the Matrix kids in high school. Right. So there was like always like electronic music on. So then like that kind of just like, led me to like like i said nine inch nails and then manson and then system of a down right and i found the rest of the new metal i was like this is fucking tight and then at the same time i had this chick in high school i had the hugest crush on who she also loved the the nerve agents and she showed me poison the well and it was just over from there so so what's weird about me though is like i have the the reverse trajectory path of everybody else Mm. hardcore is actually the last thing i listened to me too so i got into like goth punk and then yeah. that that had a weird transition with all the other stuff but then i found out about poison the well and then right after poison the well my exposure was like through the eyes of the dead ed Gein. you know every right. time i die right the bled stuff that was like all on the edge of the scene yeah,
1: yeah. no i my mine is like like I said, Nirvana, and but my Nirvana like phase was quick. I I grew I quickly grew out of Nirvana, and it went right into you know, the Biscuit, Deftones, sure. stuff like that. Um, you know, I was very radio rock, and so like Switch was huge for me. Stained, um, you know, stuff like that. You know, like you know what I'm saying, like radio rock. And, no, I I get it. Yeah, and then we the band.
0: The I grew up. We grew up in the era of like Nickelback and shit like that.
1: Well, for sure. Yeah. Like um,
0: she's she fucking hates me, bro. I know, dude. You know what I mean? Like, right,
1: dude. I get it, dude. I get it. No, I'm, just one, uh, I'm just one step closer you know what i mean yeah no yeah oh. it's true um uh and I, i'm also really bad at acquiring new music and so it took me like a really long time to get into metal metal and the band so Killswitch switch was was like probably the heaviest i listened to you know <laughs> uh, you know and at at a late at a late date too like maybe like i don't fucking know 2010 or something 2009 oh. something like that i got into it late yeah
2: um
1: or 2008 maybe um and then um the band that like switched me over to the heavy heavy was the Devil Wars Prada, even though they're not the heavy heavy. But that well, got me into I like, mean their first their
0: first record and the zombie EP are pretty fucking heavy.
1: Zombie E P is fucking no oh, oh dude. It's such a good album. But anyway, um Devil Wars Prada got me into that. And then uh um like Kill Switch kinda like took a back seat because it wasn't heavy enough for me anymore. And then like and then that that sort of thing, you know. The, abr and then the fucking um uh and then i got really into like metalcore uh which you know like um of mice and men mm-hmm. um i saw them live uh i wrestled a bear once um uh, dude have you
0: heard you've heard the new iwabo band right y-
1: you told me about it spirit box i, I had oh, oh spirit box yeah spirit yeah, box yeah, that's of right box.
2: Oh, that's roller
1: right. dude fucking yeah so so the second singer of iwabo yeah, as the singer for Spirit Box now.
0: Yeah, and then the guitar player is the same. Yeah. And I think the bass player is also the same. Oh really? I, think, I didn't know. I think all three of them are all in Iwabo together. Oh shit. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I loved I love that wrestle bear one. Which is
0: funny because I remember when she replaced the original singer of Iwabo, yeah. everybody hated her. Everybody hated it, dude. And now but they're now they're doing a spirit box and everyone is just like best fan right. in the
1: world. No, uh their album, uh, Hail Mary. I think that's what it's called. Their their last album that they yeah. did, which was like super fucking deathcore. Oh, it's so good, dude. I'm I'm sorry. It's just a really good. Oh no, no,
0: it was like I remember it caught a lot of people off guard. Right with record, and I was like, this is probably the best Iwalo record. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Right, and, and then I got into you know further further, and when I got into Selena's, I got I got turned on to Gent. You know, like everybody loved Periphery. You know, Volumes and, and Tesseract and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and then I started I for me what what got me was oh, I like, I I do music and I I play instruments and stuff but my singing is like my main instrument. Mm-hmm. And um what 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 always what always gets Who me excited to
0: join us. Hey. Hi Bowie. Who's a What's cook? up?
1: She's been sleeping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, um and so ready. What, she's ready for her W A L K. That's it. So she's bothering me. It's
1: okay. She'll, she'll take it she'll take a minute. She's fine. Uh, yeah. So um uh singing has always been like the thing that's like progressed me into the next band. Cause like they could do cool ass guitar stuff, you know what the hell, but if the singing sucks, then I'm not gonna listen to it. Um, and then I got into you know like Protest the Hero and stuff like that. Um, but I'm still I'm still very on the outskirts of hardcore. And I just I like maybe like two weeks ago, I just started listening to Knock Loose. To and um i still haven't listened to knock Loose. like i know who they are Fucking good dude like, oh, i know i'm not, like I, i've heard
0: the songs but i'm still like
1: right no i've been listening just to, hold, to just
0: bitter. you know what i know
1: like yeah but listen to was a different different shade of blue and yeah. uh laugh tracks mm-hmm. uh solid albums dude like fucking solid albums and and i'm not not saying that i'm surprised i'm just ignorant hardcore yeah um and i i wish i wish i wasn't you know what i mean well, I'm not. I, they're a metalcore band.
0: They're not a hardcore band.
1: Oh, you band. want you classify them as a metalcore band?
0: No, it, it's okay to like metalcore now,
1: right? Oh yeah, <laughs> metalcore's coming back
0: because all those bands are classifying themselves as metalcore bands again. Wait, so not all
1: just guys, classify themselves as a metalcore band? I would think so. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they classify themselves as a hardcore band, bro. I mean, I don't I mean know. that's the style. That was that's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like a metalcore band to me, not a hardcore band. Really? It sounds like a hardcore band to me, dude.
0: See, Bane is a hardcore band to me.
1: Do you consider
0: um Hundredth? Old Hundredth? That would have yeah. been that would be considered I would consider that melodic
1: metalcore if we're talking subgenres. Okay. I consider Hundredth melodic hardcore. Because and and so that that out al- that first album uh when will we when will we when will we surrender something like that yeah um that's what knock loose sounds like to me okay fair
0: I, I, no i get that like like i said everyone's had kind of like a different like I, yeah see because to me you know like all of our friends we, you know we both have friends that are older sure, those sure. guys all growing up grow, grow up when metalcore was like bleeding through martyr ad disembodied that was metalcore to them right but when i when people say metalcore i think like chromatum to ashes the bled thing you know yeah same. Stuff, stuff like that but so it's so like now that the hardcore bands are doing a lot more metalcore elements they're readopting the term metalcore you right. know some of the world still considers metalcore to be stuff that has like more clean vocals right or whatever you want to call it. I, right. some, I know a lot of people hate the term clean singing. I get it. So, right. but you no, know,
1: I, I consider I can I consider metalcore having an element of clean singing in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. What what is? I'm gonna ask you a really tough question, right? Okay. now. What's your number one metalcore CD? My number like, one, like, like not the one you think is the best. Right. Like if you were gonna put on a metalcore album right now. Yeah that you can listen to the whole thing front to back what would it be
1: and I, I might get flack for this just because they're like oh they're not metalcore i don't care i think kill switch's first album is a is the is my number one metalcore album that's fine i think i the end of heartache yeah every fucking song dude is a fucking banger dude well howard jones howard jones dude i mean Kate what was it temple within is that the wait, wait, wait wait is he
0: on that record
1: yes yes that's his first album
0: yeah that's right that's right that's right yeah
1: Yeah. yeah. um i forget the name of the of kill switch's first album um it's not temple within is it mm, i don't remember let
0: me look hold on I have my phone.
1: um good album you know don't get me wrong jesse's dope jesse's a dope ass singer uh and he's dope frontman for kill switch before and now but that end of heart end of heartache dude was such a fucking golden album, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude. Taylor, Taylor, uh,
0: and Taylor Moore and I drove down to see the ten year anniversary of that show of yeah. that album. At, like they did. Remember when they used to do California Metal Fest? Yes. They yes. had they headlined the last one, and When's a Plague played. Oh wait, I, I I vaguely remember this. So Johnny got us in, and Taylor and I drove down there for that fucking set, dude. That's fucking dope, dude. It was. No,
1: that and they have heartache, dude. I I don't know, I. I, I I can still listen to the album. There's only a few albums that I can listen front to back. Mm-hmm. Um The End of Heartache is one. Um, The Used.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: Soft titled album is one. Mm-hmm. Um August Burns Red, Thrill Seeker. Okay. Another one. For me, it would have to be
0: I'm in Alive with Just Breathing Okay. person. That's me. That record can do no wrong. Like. Okay. Solid. Wait, wait, that was the tenure tour we saw. It was the were just really not end of heartache? My holiday. Oh, okay, okay. I thinking about it, but anyways, yeah, that fucking record. Solid. Um, my number one. Like, if anyone's like, I've never heard of. Oh, wait, I missed yet. one. I missed oh, one.
1: Go ahead. go ahead. The best album of all time. Hybrid Theory.
0: It's the best album record. of all time. Not a
1: metalcore record, but that is the best. Yeah, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm just saying, just in general.
0: Oh, oh okay, yes, yes,
1: yes, because the use isn't metalcore either. Um but you could you could you, they're kind of M- M-MCR,
0: M&MCR really skirt the line a lot
1: right right uh but but I'm just saying the front to back albums the greatest album of all time hands down. you cannot tell me otherwise hybrid <laughs> theory the greatest album of all time i respect that sorry go ahead yeah. continue
0: yeah anyways so if 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 somebody was like i want to learn what metalcore is to you Joel which should mm-hmm. I listen to mm-hmm. i would tell them to put on from autumn to ashes the fliction we live okay Yes. That fucking record, great breakdowns, great melodies, great mm-hmm. harmonies, which not a lot of metalcore bands are good at. Right. And fucking clean, clean singing and screaming. Yeah. Boom. And if it's not that, it's fucking bleeding through. This is love, this is murder, baby. Okay. <laughs> to my, in my opinion, that is those two records are perfect metalcore records. I dig it. Like I you, dig it. You just but I'm always been a sucker for bands with keyboards in them. You know that. Really? But,
1: you're you're a synth dude or just a keyboard dude?
0: Well, dude, the, the first, the first house show I ever went to mm-hmm. and okay, not ever, but being, being a part of the, the core scene was horse, the band, horse, the band. And so because of that, that was still the nuttiest thing I've ever fucking seen live. Okay. I just have always had a soft spot. And I mean, obviously I totaled arsonist forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you should check out a band. They're from, they're Dutch, I think, but the, it's called "Make Them Suffer." Make them suffer. Yeah, female singer. They have keys in it, but it's sick. I think you'd like it a lot. Okay. They're like okay, one of the. Them... They're like one of. They're even not. They're not even that new anymore. But they're one of the few newer bands that I'm like, all right, all right. Hmm. And they're all cool. We partied with them in LA a couple years ago. So. Oh no shit. Yeah. That's dope. Because yeah, fucking Ponyboy knows them, of course. Oh, dude, Ponyboy knows everybody now. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He's a rocker fool. That's why. Dude. He's a rocker fool.
1: Yeah. You know what's funny is um, I, I I've had this conversation I think with you but I've I've had it with uh, other friends in our in our now smaller circle. Um, uh, I've always felt welcomed in the metal scene. I, I I don't know I don't know what it is about about specifically metal scenes um, that are just so inviting to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I I I've I've sang I've sang classical. I used to be in a in a R and B rap group. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, like I I was like you know like I've I've done I've done various musical things and like maybe even even like acting and like I was in the military. You know I was I went to I went to college for for mathematics. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I do I've done all these things, but the only community that I actually feel the most myself and most comfortable in is the metal community. And I don't understand that.
0: Well, I think it's because, so I think metal has become what punk was supposed to be. Mm. Because when punk started, it was just like, uh, we are who we are. Like, fuck the man. Like, you know, whatever. And I feel like some circles of punk lost their way, you know, Mm -hmm. punk hardcore happened. And then you had like the whole, like, We beat up Nazis, but that also turned into the crew aspect and like the tough guy aspect Mm -hmm. that comes from comes off punk and hardcore. You know, you have like the gutter punks, which are just like "fuck you, fuck everyone." I live on a train, you know. And then you have the like regular punk dudes, which is chill. But then you also have like the, the skater punk subculture, right? You know, and a lot of it is very clicky i feel like right. the, the metal scene does have clicks so i'm not going to disacknowledge that for sure. oh for sure it's so much easier for you to just be a new guy at a metal show yeah and it doesn't matter
1: like right you know what right. i mean yeah no, i know you, what mean, you can you can roll into a metal show with the fucking you don't wear anything and they don't uh, yeah yeah you just come in your regular clothes trying, if
0: you're trying to break into the punk scene and you show up wearing the wrong thing you're a fucking poser or right. you're. Like,
1: new. Right, or, where'd you get those patches?
0: Yeah, or you're the new, hey, what's up, new Jack? Like, you yeah. remember that when we when was, was always like, oh, there's the new Jacks over there? Yeah, dude. But, but, yeah, like, you know, so and I feel like metal's just like, oh, this is your first show? Come the fuck up here. Oh, you're 12? Here's the beer. How's yeah, you know what <laughs> yeah I mean? dude. Because it, it's it's just about what you experience. It's about, yeah. we all look like, you know, like, Up originally didn't do a lot with death metal. Okay, you look a lot of death metal, and I fucking love it, dude. Because I can show up to a death metal show, dressed in all streetwear shit, and like a hardcore band shirt, and everyone's like, Oh, "What's up, Joel? Like, what's it?" Yeah. No, it doesn't matter what I show up wearing.
1: No, not at all.
0: It doesn't give a shit. I'm just nah. like, I love metal and beer, and they're like, "That's good enough for me, man."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's
0: true, dude. Like, it's it doesn't true. Matter what I believe in, it doesn't matter which political party you give a shit about. No, like, I mean, nowadays, I think it should a little bit. It probably more. does more now. But that, which is fine. I'm still okay yeah. with that. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's so accepting, man. Like the metal scene. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's always blown my mind. It's always blown my mind. Because, it, and it just goes back to what we we're first talking about, you know, being a Mexican uh, dude in the military and, and, you know, and being a Mexican conservative, you know what I mean? Like trying to fit into these environments that I that I didn't necessarily belong in and that I didn't ever, I never felt like I was um, actually a part of, yeah. you know? Uh, but it was honestly when I joined the Salinas metal community, and 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 like dove, and I that was my first, you know, entry into mm-hmm. metal music, you know, like as a lifestyle. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like that, I actually feel like I'm like, oh shit, I'm a metal dude. You know what I mean? Like. Like, like, yeah, I'm an emo boy. You know, I, I like my sad songs and you know what I mean? Like, Dude, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, there's who does it, you know, there used to be so many videos of
0: me dro- like about to throw up on myself in the back of a car singing
1: Dashboard Confessional. Dude.
0: Podcasts,
1: you know what I mean? Like, we've all been. Done- Dude, OK, I play guitar and 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 uh, I'm not good because I don't practice it uh, because I practice my singing more than I practice my guitar. So I'm a much better singer than I am a guitar player. But the majority of the songs that I know how to play on guitar are Dashboard Confessional songs. Like, the, like that. you know, everyone's like, play Slayer, Metallica, you know. Nope, Dashboard. Like, <laughs> fucking That's Dashboard, fine. dude. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing
0: wrong with that. But, you know, speaking of communities, like, the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up our episode is, like, you know, you're on Twitch now. You've been on Twitch for a couple of years now. I recently made the shift, and so a lot of people from the Metal community, as mm-hmm. you know, because you're privy to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I love the community there. Yeah, I feel like they give everybody a chance, and I feel like um, at least if there is shit talk, it's way behind. It's way more yeah in closed doors. It but is. Like, I feel like it's very accepting, and it's like anybody can try to anybody can walk on into the community. And if you're there for the right reasons and doing it the right way and trying and being authentic, you can be accepted. Right. You know, I really love how it's like a place for people to come and. Show off their creative freak side, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, our our boy Black Mario is a great example, you know. Yeah, dude, no, like I'm, I'm yeah. very if proud of you him. Only, If you only knew him as Adam from Oceano and then you showed up there, you are be like, What the fuck is this goofy bullshit? Right,
1: you know, you know what what, I mean? what's great about that is that you go in there, you ask him about Oceano, you ask him about being Adam, he's like, Who the fuck is that? You know, like, he's like, yeah. hey, I'm Black Mario, like, What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I love that. I love
0: yeah, and like when people bring it up or just call him by his real name in chat, he just like ignores it. He ignores that. it, dude.
1: I love it. He ignores he's, it. Um, he's gonna be on the show eventually. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see that one. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Twitch is Twitch has been very interesting. Like I've, I, there's one if there's one thing that I've always done, it's it's that I've always played video games. I've always played video games. It's it's my it's it's my addiction. It's 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 it beats out music it beats out every anything else that i have to do in a day Gets postponed because of video games i would rather play video games and do most everything in a, in a day it's like it's an addiction i think um, i think eating is like the only thing higher on the list for me bro i can even just postpone eating bro like i'm
0: one of those guys like i can dog, just dog don't even talk to me dude when i was like 23 i went on the best diet of my life you want to know what i called it wow Yes, the World of Warcraft yeah. diet. I still call it that to this day. Oh, what's that? I woke up right around noon. It's yeah. nine o'clock. I gained thirty levels, but I haven't
1: eaten. Shit! Yeah.
0: I just lost twenty pounds. Fuck Thanks, yeah. World of
1: Warcraft. Yeah, no, dude. No, like I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the guy. Stay up till fucking two, and then wake up at six. That's me. Like I'm, I'm, I am. I I don't know what it is about it. Who was your vanilla World of Warcraft character? Did you? I never played well. Oh, I grew. Up, I grew up on consoles. And I could never afford a, a laptop or or a computer. And then, well, I, I think I've told you my, my WoW story, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It, was, it was when I joined the Marine Corps. The year was 2007. And um, I was talking to my sergeant. And he's like, you play video games, right? And I was like, yeah, like, I do. You know, I'm, I'm a fucking gamer dude. Gamer bro. And uh, gamer, gamer man. Gamer huh? fool. Gamer fool. Gamer fool. I'm a gamer fool. Uh, and he was like, you ever played World of Warcraft? Right, in two thousand seven was when World of Warcraft was like fucking hot, right? And Hopping. He's like, you even play World of Warcraft? And I was like, no, never. It's a PC game, right? And he's like, yeah. And um, he was like, he's like, you should play it, dude. It's fucking dope. You do raids and blah blah. blah." I was like, Mike, fuck it. I'll give it a try. You know, whatever. And so um, uh, I was on my ex's laptop, and I went to the website where the fuck it is. And it was like free 30 day trial of World of Warcraft, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it!" So I downloaded it, right? Uh, started it up. I was like, "Welcome to World of Warcraft," and I made a fucking an ogre uh, fighter, night you know melee dude. Yeah. And it was like, you know, welcome to World of Warcraft. This is your starting village, whatever the fuck. Click on this guy to get your first quest. And so I walk. I, you know, I'm new to I'm new to mouse keyboards. So I'm like, oh, I know what to do. And so I walk over to the dude, and I click on him. Nothing happened. So then I double click on them. Nothing happens. So then I right click on them. Nothing happens. And then I pressed every single key on the keyboard. I pressed every single key on the keyboard. I'm not kidding. Nothing happened. I said, fuck this game. And I turned it off. And I never played WoW since. I have never played. It's been 14 years. I love that. (laughs) Never played it. Oh, man. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but yeah no, so so i I've, I've always played video games i've hmm. always been all about video games to the detriment of my relationships and and so uh um preach yeah and so turn on watch this so i can say that preach <laughs> and so uh a couple of years ago i I, n- I never owned a pc and mm-hmm. so a couple of years ago um i was talking to my wife and I was like hey like my 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 laptop is getting old now it was a, it was a macbook as my was getting old, I kind of want to buy a PC and like, you know, get get into uh, PC gaming. And she 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 finally agreed. She finally allowed me to do it. Um, and so I built I built this PC, and um, I, I I got really into into PC gaming. I was like, you know what? Like now that I have this badass PC, like why don't I stream? I'm doing I'm playing games anyway. Why don't I just stream the games that I'm playing? And so that's how I got into to Twitch streaming and and. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's been it's been it's been just over two years now, like two two and a half years now.
0: What do you hear? Oh, she sees the FedEx truck, dude. Uh oh, that's why she's like frozen. I'm like, what the fuck, do you? What's – I'm gonna disc- get you? Watch out. Get him, Bowie. Fuck him up. What's he doing? What's he doing? Um, that's tight. Yeah, man. That that that's good. So how so how you 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 know? I know your spiel. Sh- what's your Twitch spiel? You know, you stream three days a week.
1: Yeah, um, I stream. I stream three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday evenings, a Pacific Standard Time. Um, so like from six to ten or so. Um, probably sometimes before like five, sometimes later like midnight. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I stream three days a week. Um, I primarily, I started out primarily streaming For Honor, the game For Honor, and that's how I made. A, that's how I made most of my following was through For Honor. Mm-hmm. And then the second game, the second thing that made like, the greatest impact to my stream was Twitch Sings. Um, and, uh, but then more recently, I've gotten really heavy into Apex Legends. Um, but I do play single-player games. Like, I played Sekiro. I played, um, I just recently did a Dark Souls 3 playthrough. I play scary games. Uh, you know, I, I do, I do, I do I pretty much do whatever I want.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, but my, my main game right now that I really want to... Uh, get into the community with is apex legends and i want i want to be known as an apex legends player because i think i'm good
0: I, you're pretty good yes also that's a great game so
1: it's a dope game can you see her of course you can.
0: So she hates being near my computer and my microphone and she's like not even shaking she is literally just sitting on that truck, like That's hilarious. Normally she'd be trying to like get the fuck out of my arms right now, but she's lifting her neck up to stare
1: at this motherfucker delivering these packages. (laughs) Bro, she's had a she had terrible experiences with FedEx trucks before, dude. You better watch out. I guess, like, in her past life,
0: owned her her whole life. So yeah, it must be a past.
1: In her past life, she was a UPS driver, not a (laughs) FedEx. She's like, that's the enemy. The enemy. Is that the enemy, Bowie? Bowie. Get him, Bowie better it? watch out. What is it? Trevor UPS. What is
0: it? Um, well, anyways. Okay, I want to put you down, baby. Calvin and I are almost done.
1: We're almost done. Oh, we're almost done.
0: Um. Well, that's tight. Well, you know, everybody, if you're watching this, make sure you check Calvin out online. Calvin, thanks for joining me. Right. Uh, some of you may know we recently started a new division of Pinup Artist Management where we represent streamers and content creators. Calvin actually does that with me, which is one of the many reasons I wanted him on this show other than being a good friend. Um, you know, and the fact that I don't ever remember meeting his wife because I'm a terrible <laughs> person. Cause you were wasted, bro. Yes, Daniels is the devil. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. So Calvin does that with me. Um, you know, our goal there is to help people learn like the streaming world, the etiquette, the technology, what it takes the drive, how to balance it all out. Um, I feel like we know what we're doing. So, it's fun. Yeah. I like it but anyways you can get more information on that down below that's all I'm not going to shame myself promote this episode I don't need to do any of that nonsense I do too much of that as it is um, so Calvin I have a few questions that I wrap the show with all the time let's go you ready yeah number one what's your favorite color purple okay that's somehow this, the runner up on the show that's so crazy purple Green is in the lead, which is my favorite color, but a lot mm. of people said green. And then purple mm. is legitimately the runner-up. And then I think after that, I think it's actually orange. Mm. But, like, 90% of my answers are green and purple. Really? Yeah. Purple and black are my favorite. Um, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions that I ask all the touring dudes. But you've right. traveled a bunch with yeah. um, the Army. Sorry, the Marines. Amy, Sorry. Yeah. Hey, I got at least I corrected myself that time. Um, Okay, so what is your favorite food that you can't get where you live? Like whether it's somewhere you visited when you were in the Marines, whether it's somewhere from your traveling when you see family, when you see Katie's family. Right.
1: What's something that you love, food wise, that you can't get where you live? The one thing that I that I can't and I and you can, but it's not the same. Uh, Bratwurst. In Germany, Ooh. dude, we went to Germany a couple years ago, and they they sell bratwurst just on the streets. And I don't know what they do over there, but they're fucking different, dude. And they are fuck, man. I, oh my god. Well, dude, so so I understand
0: that because I love poutine. Yeah, the Canadian delicacy. I, yeah. They don't call it a delicacy, but I do. <laughs> like you can walk down the street, and there's like how we have hot dog carts. They have poutine carts. Yeah, and it tastes a gazillion times. It's I've had different. It's different. I've had duck. Confi, poutine, and it made in America, and I would throw that like eighteen dollar meal out, yeah, for five dollar street cart poutine in Canada. Yeah,
1: I don't know what it I is about. It. The, yeah, I don't know what it is, but wow. over there, the fucking brats, dude. They're they're. Oh my god, oh my god, that's was insane. Crazy. I wanted to duck it. You know what I mean? Now like, you, you know how ducks don't chew? You just let yeah. it go. To, I, that's what I would do. Yeah, I know. Just yeah, dude.
0: Fuck. Okay, what's your what's your regular favorite food?
1: My regular favorite food? Yes. Is, um... It's okay, baby. Is, wait, is this, like, guilty pleasure, or, like... No, just, your top. what's your favorite food? Just, it can be guilty pleasure. Okay, I'm, I'll give you two answers, then. My top, my favorite food mm-hmm. is pizza. I love pizza. Dude. I, don't great, know, great I don't know. Great choice. I don't know what it is about pizza, dude. I can, I, I kill myself with pizza, right? <laughs> but okay. my my guilty pleasure is, like, chili beans. Like, like chili fries, chili oh. burgers, chili dogs. Like I don't know what it is about that shit. I love that shit, dude. I don't know.
0: Dog, next time we come back to the area, when mm-hmm. I'm sure you and Kate will come visit Monterey at some point in time. Yeah, there's a new place that opened on Lighthouse in Pacific Grove. It's called Lucy's on Lighthouse. Okay. It, they literally just took all of the Santa Cruz culture and just made a fucking hot dog place. Fuck. You serious? It's like so, the whole thing is skate and surf themed. They have like. I think it's 12 different hot dog flavors. You can get like chili cheese dogs. You can get hot dogs with your mac- with mac and cheese on top of it. Like and I went and the first thing I had the first time I went there was a fucking chili cheese dog and it was fucking bomb, dude. I love chili. I'm sorry. Okay. Dude. All right.
1: That's my those are my answers.
0: So so have you ever actually had a frito pie? No. Dude. A frito pie? Okay, listen to this. I learned this when I when I lived in the, when I and I lived I say the Midwest, what I mean New Mexico. Wait, is this like a frito boat? No, 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 no. It's called a Frito pie for a reason. Okay. You you get a bag of Fritos. Okay. You sprinkle cheddar cheese in it. Okay. And then you dump chili in it and you eat it out of the bag with a spoon.
1: Dude, we used to do that in high school. We used to get hot Cheetos and they would pour nacho cheese in it and you eat that shit with a spoon.
0: Same same difference, basically. Okay, okay. But, dude, it's like, <laughs> I love the, shitt- that, dude. It's like the shittiest I love like, it already. snack, but I'm like, give it to me, dude. Dude, I want it, dude. Dude, chili, that's a great answer. I never, I never, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I love chili beans, dude. I fucking love chili. Dude, good beans, but not like, I don't mean refried or pinto. Like, no. good beans, like chili beans, dude. Chili beans. The
1: right, the right mixture. Oh, fuck, dude. you talking about like, fuck, I, I don't even care, dude. I want to have the, I want fucking Hormel, dude. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm not, no, I'm not he's, looking he's for
0: ever ask me what my guilty pleasure is. Yeah, what's your guilty pleasure? Mac and cheese is, is my regular favorite food. Love mac and cheese. I would not necessarily call that guilty pleasure. No. I, if I want something that I know I should not eat, I want the biggest, sloppiest tri-tip sandwich I can fucking get. Okay. You, tri-tip. You give me the fucking barbecue sauce, some yeah. cheese. I'm yeah. like the fucking squishiest bun with all the fucking butter. But yes, you dude. Butter with the bread toasted and then the meat. Uh, dude, just fuck me up, dude. Yes, dude. Yo, doesn't Tri- Selena
1: City Barbecue do a tri-tip sandwich?
0: Yes, um, they actually, and they, there's a new. They actually opened a barbecue restaurant in Carmel for the first time in 45 years, and it's fucking. Their tri-tip sandwich is fucking perfect.
1: Did Did East would allow this?
0: Uh, you know, he's not our mayor anymore. I say R like I live there. You know what I mean. But uh, yes, he allowed it. What? Yeah, it's good. Okay. okay okay so okay. we did that we did the color um well so usually i ask this question about a band mm-hmm. so i'll ask this about twitch okay you know who is like an either a newer or an underappreciated twitch streamer that you would recommend everybody check out normally i ask this question about a band but you are not involved with active music
1: so not anymore yeah um I would say, That so, could
0: be, be one of our friends. That's okay.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm really bad at watching Twitch streamers. I'm really bad at it. Okay. Um, but there's a dude who I watch who I'm, who I'm pretty good friends with. He goes by the name of Kuro Zero, K U R O Z E R O, and he doesn't do anything like special with his streams, right? He just goes on there, he just he he's himself and he plays games. Um, but it's just, just, there's just something about his channel that I just love. I just love his channel. And I, and I like, like, like I said, I don't, I'm really bad at participating in other people's channels. I'm really bad at it. I go and I, I don't even tell people that I'm lurking. I just lurk. Like I'm the true lurker. You know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Like I don't even say, hey, what's going on? I just sit there and I I watch, I watch, or I I turn it on in the background and I do like the rest of my life. Um, but uh but Kuro Zero, dude, he's a he's a really cool dude. His streams, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know what what it is about his streams, but I, I I think he's a cool dude. I think he's a really an, cool dude.
0: An answer is an answer, dude.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh the next one is the is the hot debate. In and out or whataburger. Never had Whataburger. Okay, so another point for In N Out. Easy. Nice. Quick and quick and easy. Um, I got, I'd been in the vicinity of
1: Whataburger. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, no.
0: <laughs> question. have you ever been to the east coast i used to live there can i ask you this question and sheets or wawa wawa i don't i thought i knew you wait are you a sheets guy oh team sheets forever really dude sheets has the best low budget for cheese mac and cheese you can get in america and i will say that right fucking here and i don't care
1: See, i don't know man what every time every time I, I don't know when i went to sheets maybe because it was nighttime mm. that's why i'm like this is dangerous you know <laughs> but, but, but like but like wawa dude i just felt like wawa was just like like a fucking denny's you know what i mean like dope wawa's open let's yeah. go
0: fair fair you know no, what no, i mean no, i get it i get it i get it i ask everyone that question so don't feel bad okay. it's a tricky answer the answer is bucky's but i don't even know if you okay. know okay
1: what- i just think i've never been to
0: a bucky's no well, next time you're in Texas, you have to go to Bucky's. Let's go. I don't care if it's two hours out of the way. Let's go. Think of Walmart and 7 Eleven combined. Okay. I d- okay. I can do like that. A luxury pilot station, yeah. but everything is their own branding with, with Bucky. This is Bucky. Oh, shit. Okay. This is Bucky right here. Hold on. I've got a koozie. Oh, oh, I've seen that logo. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've seen the logo, but you've never been. No, never. That's fine. That's because okay. everyone spreads the word of the buck, dude. And every <laughs> time you show up, there's a there's a bronze beaver statue in the front of every single Bucky's, dude. It's fucking dope. Bucky the Beaver. That, that... Bucky the Beaver, dude. Last time J went to Texas to visit family, he brought me home a bag of beaver nuggets, dude. This motherfucker Katy Perry's me, dude. Doesn't tell me he's back from his trip. Knocks on the door and just leaves me. Bucky stuff in a plastic bag. And I open the door and the plastic bag's just rustling in the wind. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I open it and there's Bucky shit in it. Halo did this? Yeah. Hilarious. Dude, right? Right. Um, I'm a little out of practice with these questions because I've been talking to myself for so long now. Um, I think I asked you everything except the final question. Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. Everyone has a trait about themselves. Or a, a person what are the, a personality trait a hobby or a characteristic that they don't show on the internet mm. or that or in your case on their twitch channel or mm-hmm. when the band member plays live we are all real people yeah. song, underneath our characters shows streams live sets et cetera, et etc 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 so what is mm-hmm. something about you that that you that you don't put on the internet that you wish more people knew about you
1: I don't mean to, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I am. Um, I'm really fucking smart. Like, like, I'm, st- I'm stupid smart. Like, I, I graduated from UCSD, um, which is one of the top uh, public schools in the world, um, with a degree in probability and statistics. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't sound like. I don't even know what that means. So, right, well, it's 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 basically just a stats degree, and oh. and with and I took some classes in probability, um, but like, 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 you know, if, if that if that doesn't you know if that doesn't do it for you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm one of two people in both sides of my family who went to college, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and actually got a college degree, and I did it, uh, and I did it literally by my by myself, um, no family help, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I I I muscled my way through mm-hmm. college, um, like, I don't know, like I I I say dude and bro and I cuss, you know, whatever the hell. You're, no, um, you're like a goofy, likable guy. So that's a, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. A, I'm, I'm fair thing to point out. You know, I was also I was also a class clown in, in high school, um, uh, and I barely graduated high school because I didn't do my homework. Um, Same. yeah, uh, but like I, they
0: almost held me back, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, like, like I when I I took a test when I was younger and they wanted to move me up two grades, like, like and and my wife knows this about me and other people know. Other people just assume, you know, oh he's he's not stupid, you know, whatever. But like, <laughs> really, fucking, I'm like, I'm really fucking smart. Like, I know a lot of shit, and and like, like I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, like I, I it's, you can't describe how smart you are, you know what I mean? Because people are like, he's not stupid, you know what I mean? But like, like I'm really, I'm really fucking smart, and but like, you can't go around. And because you know, you know, they say they say, um, the wise man is quiet, you know. But but the the non-smart person is the loudest person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, Like I don't go around and just like shout at people all the facts and all the the thoughts and the reasons that I have because I could be wrong and I don't want to be wrong. You know what? You know who said it best, dude? The Rock, dude.
0: Shut up and know your role. Right. Yeah. Well, it's true. You, you yep. know what I mean, like, no, no. He, I mean, dude. Like, yeah. Who cares if it was his wrestling gimmick? He, what is he wrong? Right, he's not wrong. Like, I'll talk about the fucking music industry and being a promoter because that's
1: what I know. Right. If that's outside of that. I should shut up. Do I no, shut it's true. up? But that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Like I like I said, I have a degree in mathematics, but I don't go around stouting, you know, or you know, just throwing mathematic facts in people's faces, you know, because. I don't. I'm not an expert in mathematics. Just because I know some math doesn't mean I'm an expert. I'm not going to go and act like I'm the you know, the premier person in mathematics. You know, I know a lot about U.S. politics. I know a lot about uh, global politics. You know, international. I know. I know a lot about history. I know about a lot about chemistry and biology. Like I know a lot of shit about music. You know what I mean? But like I, I don't. You don't go around and just like throw it in people's faces. You know what I mean? Correct. Right. Um, but but uh, I wish more people would come to me and ask me things about things because i know a lot of shit and uh and and um and i'd like to be known as a smart dude not just like a funny dude or a good singer or a good entertainer i'd like to people to be like wow he's actually really smart dude you know i like that i like that
0: great answer thank you i appreciate that i like that thanks (laughs) thanks colin thanks for sharing that i know you're smart so i'm not surprised by this at all but right but okay anyways everybody we've gone on way longer than i expected but that seems to be uh typical with this fucking show so calvin i super appreciate you being here everybody watching and listening i super appreciate you guys uh quick reminder if you're on youtube hit subscribe please Um, calvin i just called you calvin instead of calvin (laughs) I'm just so used to it. Um, okay. I know your your Twitter is what's here displayed on the screen, Calvan, man. Yep. I know you recently are on your way to becoming a TikTok superstar. Yeah. Uh, what is your TikTok? It's at Calvin Guinness, my name. Your name is, yes. Your, his last name is Guinness, not spelled like the beer, though.
1: Yeah. I actually,
0: yeah. Today. I actually had to say this to DeFontz the
1: other day, Calvin. It'll it'll be in the description.
0: Yeah, everything will be in the description. I'll have all Calvin's links. Uh, his Twitch is just twitch.tv slash Calvan. YouTube slash Calvin. YouTube, yep. So I'll have Calvin's links down below. Please check him out on Twitch. Please find him on socials. Give him a follow. Uh, again, he is part of the extended pinup fam with the new branch of the company. So hopefully you guys will be seeing some more of him and checking him out. Calvin, thank you so much for joining me, dude. Like Anytime, Joe. I, I love doing this show because it's a it's appeal back at people in my life. But also, like, I learn shit. Like, every time I have a good friend on the show, I learn something about them. Yeah. I learned a lot of shit about you today that I didn't. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah, like, let's go. Actually, more than I normally do, I think. So that's fucking tight. I'm always down to chat with you. You know that. I know you are. That's why I fucking appreciate you. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of Joel Cupcake Live. Thank you for fucking being here. Yes, I'll have part two with Greg from Zenith Passage soon. I just got to get a hold of that motherfucker. Uh, he doesn't exist on social media anymore. So it's kind of like, you know, when Luke had to go find Obi Wan. That's how Greg, you know, you know, Greg, Calvin. I don't. Uh, you don't know Greg Hampton? No. I thought you did. Anyways, okay, long story. We'll, we'll talk about this another time. Yeah. But everybody, thanks for tuning in. Calvin, thanks for being my guest. I hope you had a fucking blast. Um, I had a blast. Uh, everybody, obviously, you know, hit the follow through the socials, share. Comments. Uh, if you want to talk shit to Calvin, uh, just let me know, and I'll, resla- I'll relay the message for you because I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.